Welcome to the Organically Glow Show. I'm Jasmine, a nutritional practitioner, CEO, and founder of Organically Glow. Our mission is to show you that healing isn't just possible, but it is within your reach. In this podcast, we'll be sharing practical tips, personal stories, and valuable education about wellness and entrepreneurship. Whether you are seeking vibrant health or pursuing your entrepreneurial dreams, we've got you covered. Join us as we explore the world of wellness, discussing the latest trends, and diving deep into the triumphs and challenges of being an entrepreneur. Get ready to unlock your inner glow and take control of your well-being. This is the Organically Glow Show, and I'm your host, Jasmine. So let's get started. We are going to be talking about period problems and the fact that they are not normal. They are just super common. And as women, we are honestly not taught anything about our cycles. We're not taught that the symptoms we are experiencing a week before our cycle or even during our period cycle are just really common and they are not normal. And on top of that, we are not taught how to support our bodies during each cycle phase. So before we dive into period problems, and honestly just dismystifying a lot of the things we have been taught or told um, by everyone. (laughs) I want to share some stats around period problems. So 30 to 40% of women experience severe PMS symptoms. 30 to 40% of women experience severe PMS symptoms. That is almost half of women. And when I say severe PMS symptoms, this is blocking you from actually doing your daily activities. So maybe you have to call out of work, maybe you are literally in bed, rolled up in a ball, crying because you're in so much pain. You have to sleep it off, you have to down bottles of ibuprofen, Tylenol, painkillers, whatever it is. Those are not normal symptoms and you should not be feeling like that every single cycle. On top of that, we have 75% of women who experience PMS symptoms. That's insane. (laughs) That is literally so crazy. And the fact that we are not given options to help support our body is just even more crazier. I feel like there is more education out there nowadays, but it's really hard to um, get that information. And on top of that, there's just so much information flowing around. You really don't know what to trust and what to really listen to on top of that we have people one in five women who are experiencing heavy bleeding so we really have to learn to listen to these symptoms be aware of these symptoms track these symptoms so we know how to support you and how to help you and really just provide more education around how to overcome painful periods, irregular periods, heavy bleeding, and all the other period problems that are out there. The reason I am so passionate about period problems, helping women overcome period problems, and showing them that it is possible to overcome these symptoms, I have dealt with period problems. I had ovarian cysts, I had extreme painful periods, And if you have had ovarian cysts, you know how painful it is. They say that ovarian cysts, when they erupt, it's actually worse than giving birth, the pain. 
okay so just keep that in mind um so i suffered with ovarian cysts for a really long time um, before having like the ovarian cysts i had painful periods irregular periods and it was always um kind of blamed on oh well you play sports so i did play sports in high school um, honestly throughout my whole life i was a softball player and so that was always the scapegoat i should say um so i was always told that oh it's because you're an athlete like you guys don't have that many periods um painful periods are normal just come back when things get worse so of course when the ovarian cyst started to happen i was in severe pain rolled up in a ball crying literally could not move um they also say that the pain is equivalent to having your appendix erupt too so just to give you guys some more um you know ideas around how bad the pain is um but it would like keep me in the er i would visit the er multiple times and was just given pain meds um was told that like the cysts weren't big enough so like they'll just go away by themselves and that's it and the only options that were provided to me were again the pain pills so um, ibuprofen coated tylenol things that are really strong that are given to people after surgeries um, on top of that birth control <laughs> and then the third option if the cyst was big enough was surgically removing the cyst so those are my three options obviously surgery was not an option because the cyst was not big enough it was only like one to two centimeters and it has to be like three to five centimeters something crazy like that um but what they did try to push on me was birth control and then on top of that the pain meds so i did take the pain meds obviously <laughs> i was in pain so that did help a little bit but then every now and then the ovarian cysts would come back so again, I went to the ER, went to the doctors multiple times, and that was their only option, was to give birth control and pain pills, that's it. Of course, I didn't take birth control um, just because I knew there was some risk to it. I had autoimmune conditions, so they said I was at a higher risk of developing um, blood clots, so that wasn't really an option unless, that was like the last resort was birth control. So of course, just stayed on the pain meds. There was also a doctor who did um, these crazy steroid shots, I guess they're called. Um, so you have to be awake during them. And he would literally like jab cortisol, <laughs> cortisol into the ovarian cyst to try to break it up. So it was like a big needle and he basically went in my um, ovaries and he started just breaking up them with steroids. There was only like two doctors who did that. So that was actually really helpful um, for a very short period of time. And it wasn't until I started realizing like, I cannot keep going in this cycle from suffering with ovarian cysts, going to doctors, being told just to take pain pills or steroids, um, whatever that is, right? So, of course, I looked elsewhere, started looking into nutrition, started looking into um, just more exercising lifestyle things, and the nutrition helped tremendously. 
I don't think I've ever had an ovarian cyst after I started changing my nutrition and really learning more about my body. So those are like the top two things I did to really help me start healing the ovarian cyst. Number one was nutrition. So I was just eating more whole foods. I really reduced my intake of processed foods. And then number two was um, exercising and lifestyle things. So I did work out almost every day. I was lifting weights. And I honestly have to say the lifting weights, now that I'm a nutritional practitioner, I know the benefits of weightlifting on insulin resistance and how insulin resistance is actually related back to ovarian cysts. So that connection actually makes so much sense when I think about why those two things were like the biggest changes in my life. So we will talk more about that at the end of what you guys can do if you are experiencing ovarian cysts or any type of period problems. So we'll dive more into that. That is my story about overcoming ovarian cysts, period problems, and everything in between. Now we're going to be talking about the common period problems that you may be experiencing or you know someone who is experiencing these symptoms. So number one is going to be obviously the painful cramps. We know someone who has extreme painful cramps or who someone who just has painful cramps in general. So it's not severe. On the other hand, we have irregular periods, we have heavy bleeding, we have light bleeding, um, we also have no period at all. So no bleeding for um, a few months or never had a period before. Um, so there's so many different period problems, but those are like the top four that we usually talk about as women to one another. Um, and we also try to go get help from the doctors, but they really just, provide one option, right? Which is the birth control or um, painkillers or both. Um, so that's usually their only treatment option, um, which is completely fine. It doesn't have to be your only treatment option though, because there are so many things that we can do. But painful periods, like I was talking about in my own story, that is awful. That pain where you're just laying in bed, rolled up in a ball, can't move because the pain is just that awful or even if you get super nauseous because the pain is so bad or you vomit because the pain is so bad so this is really impacting a lot of people's lives right we aren't able to obviously go out and enjoy time with friends and family because our period is literally holding us back from living that life that we deserve on top of that, the regular periods, when we um, have a period, we skip a period, or they just come at like funky times, you really don't know when you're going to have your period. So you're always either on like the lookout, so you're prepared, you have like pads and stuff, extra things that you may need in your purse, you're always carrying that or in your car. Or on the other hand, you just kind of forget about it, right? So you're not prepared. And so that can lead to a lot of other problems too. You can um, have your period when you're out on vacation. You can, you know, have your period while you're at work and you have to leave early from work to go get these extra things like your pads, your tampons, and on top of that, an extra pair of clothes. Like it just really disrupts your life and 
it's just not normal, right? We have to be in control of our bodies. We want to really understand and listen to our bodies. But on top of that, we want our power back over our cycle. And then, of course, the other one, the heavy bleeding. Obviously, you're most likely going to bleed through your favorite clothes and that causes more issues and embarrassing and it's just not fun at all. Um, but those are usually like the common period problems that I hear from clients. On top of that, I hear them from friends and family members and everyone in between. So there is so much that you guys can do. And if you fall in one of these buckets, like I said, you have to take your power back. You can't just live day to day wondering when your period's coming or, you know, ruining your favorite clothes because your period bleeding is so heavy that is just not normal and not a way to live let's jump into the root causes of period problems so our medical system of course has its place however they are not taught they have not gone through their education to learn how to address or to even uncover the root causes of symptoms or diseases or anything like that they are really strictly taught how to identify a disease and on top of that how to treat that disease with a medication or surgery that is their whole like scope of practice so when it comes to actually understanding the root causes of why something is occurring why you are having these symptoms the medical system is usually not the place to do that. You want to find a practitioner who has been taught and educated and trained in how to really dig deeper in understanding why your body is acting in this certain fashion and why you are expressing these specific symptoms. And so when it comes to period problems, there's a few root causes that I have seen working with clients and on top of that um, what I have seen in my own body. So number one of course is nutritional deficiencies. So when you are low in specific vitamins and minerals that can actually lead to painful periods, irregular periods and on top of that uh, heavy bleeding. So we have to look at specific nutrients and your specific nutrient panel. So this doesn't mean that if you're, um, you hear me say a specific vitamin or mineral, you go run to the store and buy that. That's not how addressing the root cause works. You want to test. You really want to test before jumping into actually addressing whatever is maybe going on. So that is number one is nutritional deficiencies are huge, especially with our Western style diet. We are constantly eating processed foods, packaged foods, and the problem with that is they are very high in inflammatory oils, so those omega-6s. Um, and then on top of that, they're processed foods. So they lack the key nutrients that our bodies need in order to actually thrive and to have optimal health. So if you are consuming a lot of processed foods, the easiest thing that you want to do is to decrease that and start adding in more whole foods because now you're actually consuming more vitamins and minerals, which are needed for periods and your cycle and just supporting your body overall. So then like the couple nutrient deficiencies that I often see when it comes to period problems um, are going to be magnesium. So magnesium is needed for over like 300 
enzymatic processes in the body. So that means if we are low in magnesium, we have over 300 different functions in our body that are not being supported. And on top of that, if you have painful periods, what magnesium does is it helps relax your muscles. So during your period, your um, uterus, your uterine lining is contracting to actually remove the blood from your body. And so when you don't have magnesium, it can't relax. So you're constantly in this constrictive phase and it's painful. <laughs> so magnesium helps reduce muscle tension um, and helps with contractility contractility <laughs> and then the next one is going to be your b vitamins b vitamins are like the biggest one that i see so there's a few different reasons why we are so low in b vitamins and again it goes back to our diet so the processed foods that we're consuming lack b vitamins which we need for so many different functions in our body but specifically for a period and then on top of that, we have digestive stress. So many people, you know someone who has gut issues or you probably have gut issues, you need proper stomach acid in order to absorb your B vitamins. So, so many of us don't have that, especially if you're constantly taking um, acid reducers or Tums, that's actually suppressing your stomach acid, which you need in order to absorb those B vitamins. So that's some reasons why we are low in B vitamins, but B vitamins are crucial for our period. So important. It's going to help with painful periods. It's going to help with irregular bleeding. It's also going to help with heavy bleeding. So it just helps your body overall and not only your periods, but literally your brain function, your heart, um, your muscles all need B vitamins. And lastly, we have low vitamin D and low calcium, which both when these are low can lead to painful periods. So we really have to check vitamin D levels before just supplementing with vitamin D because that is a fat soluble vitamin. So fat soluble vitamins, they get stored in the body. So we can easily increase our um, toxicity levels of vitamin D. So we always want to test before just starting a vitamin D supplement. Um, but those are like the top for nutrient deficiencies I see. Another root cause of period problems is going to be digestion and gut health. So our digestive system is really responsible for breaking down our food and absorbing the nutrients from our food. So like I said, with the nutrient deficiencies, it's only due to usually two reasons. Either we have digestive stress, so we're not able to actually properly break down the food we're consuming and absorbing those nutrients from it. And number two, we are not eating enough whole foods instead of the processed foods, which also leads to inflammation that damages your digestive system. And on top of that, your gut health. So they go hand in hand too. Um, so when we're talking about digestive system and on top of that, the gut health. So those are really two distinct areas. So the digestive system, like I said, is responsible more for breaking down your food, absorbing your nutrients. Your gut health is more so focused on your gut microbiome, which is the good gut bugs in your guts that really are responsible 
for, um, again, breaking down some food that we don't absorb properly. And it also creates specific nutrients such as short chain fatty acids and they protect you from pathogens and infections. Another root cause of period problems is your digestive system and your gut health. So these go hand in hand. Your digestive system is really responsible for breaking down your food properly and absorbing nutrients from your food. Your gut health is more focused on your gut microbiome, which is your home to trillions of bacteria, um, parasites, and on top of that, fungi. So they all work together to really create balance in your body and they help you fight infections, pathogens, and they also create um, nutrients too, like your short chain fatty acids. So they're both really important for period problems um, and period health in general. So with your digestive system, like I said, this goes hand in hand with nutrient deficiencies. So if you have poor digestive health or you have digestive symptoms such as the bloating, um, constipation, you have stomach pains, on top of that you have acid reflux or heartburn, those are signs of poor digestion. And digestion is so important for, again, breaking down the food you are consuming and absorbing those nutrients that you need to have a healthy cycle. On the other hand, we have your gut microbiome. So the gut microbiome is so important, like I said, for really overall health in the body. So if there are any type of imbalances in your gut microbiome, that leads to imbalance hormones and then imbalance hormones lead back to the period problems. So it's definitely like a cycle. They all work together and this is why the body is so intimately connected and just being told that one area um, doesn't impact the other is just so wrong on so many levels. Start with your digestive system. So the digestive system, what really impacts your periods here and your hormones is going to be your liver. Your liver is so important for really detoxing and processing toxins, waste, and on top of that, your hormones. Any excess hormones is going to go through the liver and be taken out of the body. So when we are having any hormonal imbalances, which period problems are a symptom of hormonal imbalances, we always want to dig deeper. We can't just blatantly say that, oh, you have hormone imbalances. Take this thing. <laughs> we have to understand why you have hormonal imbalances in the first place. And we always look back at the liver. <clears throat> Nowadays, we are exposed to so many different toxins. We are eating the processed foods um, and that all impacts your liver. It places a burden on your liver. So when your body is just or your liver is just focused on, you know, reducing your toxin burden, helping you detox all these things that you are exposed to, it's really going to push your hormones to the side. So that's not a priority right now. So that's why we start seeing hormonal imbalances start happening like estrogen dominance. So now you have more estrogen that's circulating in your body instead of exiting out of the bowels. So that's why the liver is so important because we have to have a good ratio of estrogen to progesterone. And when the estrogen, it just goes high, progesterone goes low, that's when we start seeing period problems start happening. 
the painful periods, irregular periods, and on top of that, the heavy bleeding. So it's so important to support your liver. On the other hand, we have your gut microbiome, which also plays a huge role in hormone metabolism. When we have any type of imbalance going on in your gut, this can be overgrowths of bacteria like H. pylori or overgrowths of um, a small bacteria overgrowth, which is just SIBO, or we can even have overgrowths of candida, which is a fungi. So all of these different imbalances actually impact how well we are able to get rid of estrogen from our body. So again, leading to that estrogen dominance where we have too much estrogen, too low of progesterone. So now that's going to lead to so many different period issues. Like I was saying, the irregular periods, painful periods, and on top of that, the heavy bleeding. So it's so important to, of course, increase the diversity of your gut microbiome, really focus on removing any processed foods to much as you can, and then adding in more whole foods because that's all going to feed your gut microbiome. You also want to get rid of these pathogens and toxins that are disrupting your gut. So usually when people come to me, they actually are eating really well. They're eating lots of whole foods. They're not eating as many processed foods. The problem is the toxins and these pathogens. So I see a lot of parasites. I see a lot of small bacterial overgrowths. I see candida, H. pylori, all of these different bacteria, fungi, um, and parasite issues going on and so those all impact your gut microbiome lead to inflammation inflammation leads to so many other problems down the line so the gut is so important and your liver so the gut and liver play such a big role in metabolizing your estrogen so really removing excess estrogen from the body making sure your hormones are nice and balanced Another root cause of period problems are toxins. So I touched a little bit on the pathogens, which are the parasites, the bacteria overgrowths, the fungus overgrowths, and now we're going to focus on actual toxins from our environment. So the first toxin that we're going to touch on is pesticides and herbicides. So pesticides and herbicides are found on non-organic food, so basically all of our food is contaminated with pesticides and herbicides and what happens is these toxins disrupt your gut microbiome and again we just talked about the gut microbiome and how it's responsible for how well we are metabolizing our hormones such as estrogen so what happens is the pesticides herbicides disrupts our gut microbiome the gut microbiome is really impaired so we have digestive issues we have period problems because now we're not able to properly metabolize our hormones such as estrogen progesterone and anything else that we may be dealing with the next toxin we'll be covering are heavy metals such as lead arsenic and mercury which these are just the most common heavy metals that we are exposed to through our water through our food through fish 
and these all impact your body, your gut, your liver. And on top of that, when we impact your gut flora or your gut microbiome, and on top of that, we are impairing your liver function, that is going to disrupt how we metabolize our hormones. And so now again, instead of having nice hormonal balance, we are seeing imbalances across the board, especially with our estrogen progesterone, and that leads to period problems. So all these different toxins really impact our gut and our liver. It impacts our detoxification pathways, which in order to actually remove these excess hormones, excess toxins from the body, they have to go through your liver, but then the liver sends it out through your bowels. So it's so important to actually be pooping one or two times daily. So you're actually removing all these waste and toxins from the body. The next toxin that disrupts your periods and can lead to period problems are endocrine disrupting chemicals. So endocrine disruptors, they do exactly what they are called. They disrupt your endocrine system, which is responsible for all of the hormones in your body. So what endocrine disruptors can do is they can mimic or block your estrogen levels. So that means higher estrogen levels can lead to the painful periods, the regular periods, and on top of that, heavy bleeding. So it's so important to be aware of where endocrine disruptors are being exposed. So we have to check your personal care products, your makeup, you have to check household items. And on top of that, you really want to focus on avoiding plastics. So that's where endocrine disruptors are found and they can lead to hormonal imbalances, menstrual problems, period problems, fertility issues. And on top of that, they can disrupt your gut, which has other impacts on your hormones. Another root cause of period problems are going to be blood sugar imbalances. Blood sugar imbalances are probably the number one thing that's overlooked. So high glucose levels, um, high insulin levels, that all leads to period problems because when we have blood sugar issues, we have high insulin levels, we have more inflammation in the body, and that is going to disrupt hormones, and then hormone imbalances are going to disrupt your menstrual cycle. So it's so important to really focus in on how you're feeling throughout the day. If you're waking up groggy, if you're crashing around 12 to 2 p.m., if you are just living off of coffee, caffeine, sugar, you have sugar cravings, sweet cravings. These are all signs that you may have blood sugar imbalances going on. So it's so important to get testing done. And on top of that, you really want to learn how to regulate blood sugar through nutrition and through lifestyle. So we're going to jump into some tips on how to start overcoming your period problems, how to start supporting your body and your cycle so you can gain your power back. Lastly, another toxin that we are often exposed to that can disrupt your periods, your period cycle, and lead to period problems are going to be food additives and preservatives. So again, the artificial ingredients, the processed foods, the foods that lack nutrients that we need in order to have optimal body function can disrupt your gut health. And on top of that, when we disrupt your gut health, that leads to poor metabolism of estrogen. And on top of that, just keeping your hormones balanced. So it's so important to, again, be aware of these toxins, make some changes. This includes lifestyle changes, nutrition changes, and you will see such a huge impact on your periods.
The next toxin that disrupts your periods and can lead to period problems are endocrine disrupting chemicals. So endocrine disruptors, they do exactly what they're called. They disrupt your endocrine system, which is responsible for all of the hormones in your body. So what endocrine disruptors can do is they can mimic or block your estrogen levels. So that means higher estrogen levels can lead to the painful periods, the regular periods, and on top of that, heavy bleeding. So it's so important to be aware of where endocrine disruptors are being exposed. So we have to check your personal care products, your makeup, you have to check household items. And on top of that, you really want to focus on avoiding plastics. So that's where endocrine disruptors are found and they can lead to hormonal imbalances, menstrual problems, period problems, fertility issues. And on top of that, they can disrupt your gut, which has other impacts on your hormones. Lastly, another toxin that we are often exposed to that can disrupt your periods, your period cycle, and lead to period problems are going to be food additives and preservatives. So again, the artificial ingredients, the processed foods, the foods that lack nutrients that we need in order to have optimal body function can disrupt your gut health. And on top of that, when we disrupt your gut health, that leads to poor metabolism of estrogen. And on top of that, just keeping your hormones balanced. So it's so important to, again, be aware of these toxins, make some changes. This includes lifestyle changes, nutrition changes, and you will see such a huge impact on your periods. Sustainable tips to dramatically improve your periods and to overcome those period problems. Number one is going to be nutrition. So we touched on this a bit, but the processed foods, you really have to reduce those as much as possible. And it's all about balance. So I like to tell clients 80% of the time, really focus on whole foods. These are foods that come straight from nature. They are not processed. They only usually contain one ingredient. So these are going to be most likely found in the produce section. So your meats, your proteins, your fish, your fish are going to be huge because they are rich in omega-3s. So your salmons and making sure you get high quality seafood. And it has to be wild caught because farm raised, again, they can contain all those extra additives and preservatives. So focusing on quality. So wild caught fish on top of that grass fed meats, if possible, pasture-raised chicken, pasture-raised eggs are going to be the best option. But of course, work within your budget, work with what is available to you, and that's going to make such a huge difference. So increase the whole foods, and on top of that, reduce the processed foods are going to dramatically change your life. On top of that, we have some foundational practice that practices that you can implement that can help your period problems. So number one is going to be really focusing on your nervous system and managing stress. So this looks different per person, but what I like to say is to find what you enjoy. This can be meditation, this can be exercising, this can be going on walks, um, this can be hanging out with family members, whatever brings you joy, helps you feel at peace, at ease, 
and refreshed and implement that daily into your life for at least 10 to 30 minutes a day. And you can always, you know, break it up into smaller portions. So maybe it's 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes at night, and so on. So what I like to do is I kind of rotate through different um, stress management tools. So sometimes I do some breath work. Sometimes I do gratitude journaling, um, journaling in general. And then I also like to just have slow mornings. That it just puts me in a great mindset. And on top of that, it really helps me manage my stress. So that is number one for foundational practices. Number two is really going to be moving your body. So especially if you have blood sugar imbalances going on um, or even just toxin exposure, which all of us have toxin exposure, it is so important to move your body, sweat, because when you sweat, you are actually removing all those toxins. And on top of that, when you lift weights, that's going to help blood sugar so much, or even just walking daily is going to help your body actually use the excess glucose. And so it brings down your insulin levels. And on top of that, it brings down your blood glucose. We're going to jump into some digestion and gut health tips. So when it comes to digestion and gut health, it's also so important to support your liver. So that's part of the digestive system. You want to support your liver. You can do this by doing um, different like detox tools, which we'll go more into, but really focusing on food. Dark leafy greens, ginger, um, liver loving foods basically. So those are really going to help stimulate digestion. And on top of that, it's going to give your liver some support. Then we want to support your gut. The gut is so important. So we're going to add in prebiotic rich foods, probiotic rich foods, and not start with a probiotic, just really focus on food first. And then on top of that, you're going to go back to the nutrition. So reduce the processed foods, increase whole foods. That's going to help dramatically with your gut. On top of that, managing stress is another good way to really support your gut health and then reducing alcohol intake, um, really focusing on avoiding those food additives and preservatives is going to be huge on the liver. High fructose corn syrup is like the number one thing that can disrupt your liver. So looking at every item that you may have in your pantry and swapping that out if it says high fructose corn syrup is again so important for period problems and to overcome those painful periods so what you want to do is again making sure you're moving your body sweating you can also pair your foods together so always pair a protein and a fat with your carbs because that's going to reduce your blood sugar spike eating before breakfast or eating before drinking coffee is going to be another big one or adding, again, a fat source or a protein source to your coffee is going to help that blood sugar spike and it's going to then help with blood sugar balancing. Sustainable tips that you guys can implement are all about detoxification. So boosting your natural detoxification system. I have a whole free guide on this, so I will put that in the show notes. Detoxification is so important for actually getting rid of a lot of these toxins and on top of that, the pathogens from your body and the excess hormones. So supporting your drainage pathways are 
so important. You have to be using the restroom one to two times a day, supporting that liver, supporting your lymphatic system by sweating and moving your body daily. You also want to support your lymphatic system, which is your brain. And you do that by sleeping. Getting high quality sleep is when your brain really processes and gets rid of all those toxins that have built up over the day. And lastly, you want to support your mitochondria and your cells. So a best way to do this is to get sunlight in the morning, sunlight on your eyes. That's going to be huge. So don't be afraid of the sun. <laughs> Just do it before 10 a.m. Um, that's going to be amazing for your mitochondria. On top of that, the foods you're eating, your mindset around it, that's all going to impact your cells. So it's so important to focus on nutrition foundational practices, and boosting your natural detoxification system by just implementing these tips. And that's going to dramatically help you overcome your period problems and start healing. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Organically Glow Show. We hope you found inspiration and valuable insights to support your wellness journey and entrepreneurial dreams. Remember, healing is possible and you have the power to create a vibrant and fulfilling life. Stay connected with us for future episodes filled with more tips, stories, and education. And if you enjoyed this podcast, we truly appreciate if you could leave a review and share it with your friends and family. Together, let's keep spreading those healing vibes and help others embrace wellness and entrepreneurship. Until next time, make sure you guys go connect with me on Instagram, TikTok, at Organically Glow, and I would love to chat with you. This is Jasmine signing off from the Organically Glow Show. Take care and I'll talk to you soon.